dope. I'm Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, and collected one, and he is Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. And everyone, we want to thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so before, so before we started recording, you stopped us. Yeah. No, I just stopped the recording. We're still going. <laughs> so before we started the recording, Gatry was like, "Don't you worry about it. You let me handle this board." And how many seconds in? Ten. Ten seconds. Who's counting? Walker? Who's counting? Yeah. The listeners. <laughs> Um, guys, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple, um, we thank you for that. If you've been listening to us on Apple for a while and you haven't subscribed, shame on you. Shame on you. All right. They cheating on us. Listen, you've been raised better than that. Your parents would be disappointed in you. You know how you would fix that? There's a button on on our page that says subscribe just push that button so you will be connected to us and when we release new content you will be the first to get it or to be alerted of such thank you to those who are listening to us via soundcloud as well as spotify you can follow us there gatry tell them where they can go to find our social media information as well as other recordings the tippingpoint.com that's t-h-a tippingpoint.com thank you sir um let's get started this is episode 46 wow yeah 46 we're getting up there man how have you been walker um i've been doing well today uh was a rather trying day but um (laughs) (laughs) just you know i just had a lot going on but but you know what Let, let me stop because i need to give a super shout out to my youngest son, who turned two today. Happy birthday. We don't have a nickname for him. Yes, we do. Um, my is oldest it? is YG, mm-hmm. and my youngest has to be YH. Read between the lines on that one, Walker. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Should I flesh that out for you? Are you lost? Uh, at least for our listeners. Okay, so <laughs> YG is young Gatry, which represents my oldest son, and YH is young Ham. Which is for my younger son. Thank you. Does that make any sense to you, Walker? Makes sense to me. Happy birthday, son. You're going to listen to this one day and think, yeah, daddy really was crazy. But anyway, (laughs) no, um, today I had a lot going on. We had a uh, charity event uh, that we did early this morning. It was blasted hot, Walker. I'm just dripping and everything. Then we we, earlier. Yeah. And then uh, my in-laws came down to celebrate uh, my youngest son's birthday. So we did a quick lunch and uh, went and got some desserts, all that crazy stuff. But Walker, I want to talk to you about two impactful things that happened to me this week. Okay. Okay. Number one, um, I'm on the wrong page of notes. (laughs) Number one, I I got a chance to have lunch with a dear friend of mine, a lady who I'm not going to name, but um, I've called her my professional mom. And I and mom, I know my mother listens to this. So, mom, relax. I mean, she's not going to replace you. She's not even close. But um, in the terms of uh, me professionally shaping my career, this woman was super instrumental. Mm-hmm. And so I got a chance to reconnect with her over lunch on Thursday. And um, she she has been kind of in and out of this whole cancer situation. Right. Like she she had it. Um, and then she she 
beat it and then she got it again and forgive me because i don't know the terminology but remission is one of the terms she used i just don't know how to accurately place that in this whole cancer situation right so um anyway it was an emotional lunch like i told you walker we uh during this hour and 15 minutes we both were laughing and then we both were crying as well and we finished it with another laugh but um one thing that this lady shared with me after the fact was um just how much the words of affirmation that i gave her in terms of speaking to the impact that she's made on me and in my life did did for her in terms of shaping her own confidence about what she's dealing with and the whole cancer spectrum thing Mm -hmm. and so it just got me to thinking like um you know those out there that are listening take time those that you love those that are close to you Take a few seconds and really tell them how much you how much they mean to you and what they've done to you. Positive things. If you got negative stuff, y'all need to talk about that, too. But I'm speaking in terms of the power of speaking life into people with positive affirmation. Um, It did a lot to to my professional mom. And um, I I wanted to definitely open the podcast with that. Uh, I don't know if you want to speak into that before I got to my second thing. But Um. I mean, I know this person. Yeah. Um, and she is highly thought of and respected. And so uh, it's good that you have that kind of relationship to her to where, you know, iron shoppers iron at the yes. end of the day. And so yeah. it always means, you know, you just never know. You can you can guess what kind of impact you're making in people's lives or if any. But for them to come back and tell you. Um, what that means to them is 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 always valuable absolutely so, yeah um second second walker um my my oldest son yg has had a really troubling first two weeks of school in his class he gets uh when you get in trouble you get what's called an oops report mm. all right so teacher pretty <laughs> much writes on the oops report what your child did wrong sends mm-hmm. it home with the child for has the he been getting one every day or Dude, school's been in two weeks he's gotten three of them he got two this week mm. walker serious situation so um what what made this whole thing worse the first one he got this week uh my wife and i sat down and had a stern talk with him mm-hmm. and um uh, we were we were reaffirming him and telling him how great he was and telling him that these oops reports are not like him not his character you know building him back up reminding him of his responsibility at, in terms of are you free to share what they were um i will i will summarize them because they all trend right okay and um it input or in short maybe you don't have to no no it's they're they're defiance oriented so the 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 common theme across the three were we were telling we had to tell him this numerous times he did not do it we told him again we told him again we told him again now it's time for the oops report gotcha so um we we told him you know we didn't ask him but we told him when we got the first one that he was not going to bring any more of these home because these are not like him. This was the previous week. No, this was this week. He got, he got two this week. So when you told him that that was the last time or the first time, that was the first of the two of this week. Gotcha. And so, um, the very next day he gets one, but here's where, here's where it gets really sticky. Um, when I picked him up, the first thing I asked is, you know, how did your day go? And I said, well, son, did you get an oops report? He tells me no. I, I trust him. This is YG, right? Um, so we go to karate. We do all of our stuff. We get back home. Um, my wife gets his backpack. 
and she pulls out the oops report and she shows it to me she doesn't say anything and i was like why would this teacher put the same oops report from yesterday in there today <laughs> like what are we doing here why are we paying for private school again these people are imbeciles so she <laughs> she she looks at me you know you, you know you know how that classic black woman hand on the hip attitude i'm giving you non-verbally she does that and she's hang, she's dangling this this um oops report in front of me like she doesn't say anything but it's just like will you look at it please you know she doesn't say it but that's a that's a whole like that's the energy right so um i grab it i'm thinking i'm trying to cook you know whatever this this is from today she says mm-hmm she said ryan i can't deal with this and she goes off she deals with my youngest gets him you know does whatever she does with him so walker my heart sunk long very long story short i had to discipline my son which doesn't happen that often um be that behind <laughs> my guy you don't have to be so animated about it <laughs> finish him <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, nah, so so I had I had to do what parents do. And, is this um, your first time, really? This is the second time I've really had to get in it. Okay. Okay. And um, it. So it, let me let me can I can I back you up? You back can. Real quick? You can. Okay. So the first when he brought home the first one this week, what would like when you told him he wasn't going to bring another one home? That was it. Or did you well, tell him there would be what the consequences yeah, would be? Yeah, I, I I told him and actually told him this um, on the way to school that following morning. And, and okay. I was like, here's what you can expect if we were to get another oops report today or this week or ever again. Because I'm, I'm shooting big to really shock and awe. And um, his beloved Clearly iPad. Clearly you didn't shock and no, awe him. But. His beloved iPad was at the nucleus of, of, of what would be taken away right mm -hmm. so um you know when i say ipad which he only gets on the weekends it gets his attention right sure and so he he asked me to you know to to clarify in his own words and i said yeah no more ipad and he said ever i said ever then he sits up in his seat and he's like oh ever i I'm, I'm such a hypocrite here. I didn't really mean ever. Yeah, I know that, dude. That's kind of that's harsh. But dude, no, no, no. It, but, that's harsh. I'm not proud of what I said to him, but were, you, were you, you understand. You, you were angry at that point. Yes, but it, it was. I was focused more on the positive, Walker. Like I had to take that and then I had to reaffirm him and tell him how great he is and tell him, you know, how respectful he is and how he does respond the first time he's asked things, right? So, um. Anyway, it got his attention uh, back to the discipline thing. As I told him, you know, when I was restoring him after the fact. The reason why I'm asking is because I don't want you to catch him off guard. Like, you know, sometimes, oh, you, you oh, know what I mean? No, like, no, no, when no. I got whoopings, I already like, okay, they told me. All right. right. I messed up. Well, Go ahead. Well, when, when I discipline, I explain first, then I discipline, then I restore afterwards. My guy. The explanation and the restoration are all with calm tones. How does the restoration go? It's, it's you know, after after the emotions are expunged. Um, this it's, is new age parenting, by the way. Right. Because we didn't get a lot of restoration. Well, for he for he and I, it's it, it was us sitting down. He was sitting on his bed. I was sitting across from him. And it starts with me telling him how much I love him. Okay. Right. And then it just goes on to further explain this is this is what happened. And then there's the part where he has to recite what he under 
what he thinks he heard me say. His understanding of what I told him. Hmm. So, this, yeah, this is for application. This, my, my wife taught me this part. Yeah. This goes into child psychology I stuff like that my wife is big on. So, um, of course, the first time he never, he usually doesn't get what it is. So we repeat it again. And each time I repeat it, I use smaller words. He's, I mean, he's six, yeah, but I want him yeah, to yeah, grasp yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, when he gets it, then there's, you know, there's a, there's a physical of me hugging him and then reaffirming my love for him and telling him I, it's hard for you to understand, but I am doing this because I love you. But we need to go back, Walker, because you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't do this right. You're a terrible co-host. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? You don't. You just you, you let you let me talk. Um, but what what I wanted him to understand was this was bigger than the oops report. You did not tell the truth. So the, so you not telling the truth is what got you this disciplinary action. Right. And so I say, son, had you just brought home the oops report and owned it and told us that there would have been disciplinary action, but in a totally different way. You would have just lost the iPad. Mm-hmm. Right now. Huh? And now. And now, since you didn't tell the truth. You get disciplined. Yeah, we're going we're going to extremes here. And so it took him a while to understand that. Mm -hmm. But the main thing I was trying to drill home was it doesn't matter what the situation. And I'm, I'm preaching to myself as I'm looking him in the eye and telling him this. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. It is always better when you tell the truth. It's always better because you got the worst end of it because you didn't tell the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the basis of it. So um, let me ask you this. <laughs> Go ahead. So that's the basis of it. But you had more to say. Go ahead. No, that was it. So I'm opening you, for questions. So when you were, you was beating that butt. Walker, don't do this, man. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> when he was getting in that. Okay. How tough was that? It, Walker, it emptied my soul. Really? I talked to my mom the next day <laughs> and I said, mom, I get it. So, so there is truth to the statement. There's this was going to hurt me. Walker, there's so much truth. Walk, I Walker. always thought that was BS. How honest can I be? How uh, I would I be? hope you'd be transparent. Okay. So, um, I'm usually the one, you know, watching my boy's eyes close as they go to bed every night. Uh -huh. As YG's eyes were closing, I could not hold my tears any longer. I was moved to tears. So I was so didn't hurt. you cry while he was crying? No, no. You held it together. No. But you, but inside you, you, Walker, went, you went into your little place after you went to bed and just. And I cried out and I said, Lord, <laughs> am, am I really as bad of a parent as I feel right now? It hurt, Walker. It emptied my soul. No. Oh, you discipline him. I know, but it's not easy. So I've been told. Jeez. So I've been told. God. Anyway. But I think the key to it is that you're, there's communication. Right, you know, like they—they they understand. You can't just aimlessly discipline without, yeah. I always thought, like, I, I see people with their kids, and I just see them hit them. Right, and I'm just like, that's. I'm like, that's. They don't even have an understanding of what you're doing, right? Because they're kids, they're exactly. not. You know what I mean? So, I, I think when you you tell them, hey, here's the consequence for. If you do this, right. But here's why you got this is because you didn't tell me the truth, right? You were not honest with me, right? 
And so I think that teaches them that, you know what, it's more, you teach them accountability, right. basically. Right. When they mess up, they need to own it yeah. and not try to cover it up or make excuses or whatever. So, I mean, that's a, that's a lesson in that. Gotcha. So, good job, man. Thanks. I think, I, I mean, even talking about it now, I've gotten better, but even talking about it now, I still, like, it's emptying a part of my soul. I just remember the Blackish episode where Dre could not yeah. spank Jack. You know what I mean? And so I, I was, it. I and I listened to other people like our generation parenting. Yeah. And they don't spank their kids as, as like we're not spanking our children as much as we were as much as we got spanked. And what, we were what, it, up. what is the aftermath of that? I don't know. I think. I mean, I think. I don't, I think I don't kids know. Are, I think kids are coming out jacked up. To be honest with you. Well. Again, it just depends on. I think every child is different. Sure. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't think spanking works in every case, right? Right. Just because kids just respond differently to certain things. Some right. people, some kids get. I got spanking. I did too. All you had to do was hit me once. That was the last time I was doing that. Right. Right? Yeah. My sister was a little different. So she would actually go back to the well a few times just to see if that was a fluke. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, so kids are different. And so I think understanding what makes them tick and getting them because the you're teaching them, you're teaching them the importance of making quality decisions and choices. Ah. And that if you make a bad decision, you're getting a negative consequence. Right. right? I think we talked about this mm-hmm. on another conversation. When you get older in life, you would wish you could get a spanking. Yeah. But as an adult, the stakes are higher. Yes. Right? I your, can't remember the your, name of the episode, but your yeah. Your freedom, you know, you can lose your freedom depending on what you're doing. You can be, you can have things on your record that follows you. You're trying to get a job and you're being judged by things you did in the past. Like they're being, learning that lesson early, early on in life will prepare you for adulthood where the consequences are just much steeper. Sure. So, yeah. I, I think that I think to your point, yes, things are. I think things are kind of bad today because there's no real consequences to making bad decisions. Sure. So kids grow up and are adults making bad decisions. Yeah. And so I think if you can get them, if you can get it uh, wired into them early on that, hey, I want to do this, but there's a consequence at the end. of If you can get them to think through on their decisions as a, as a child, they'll be much better off as adults. I, I agree. Yeah. So good job, man. Thanks. Walker. Good job, man. Up. Just a little butt whipping. That's all. Just a little rock. Hey, how did you do it? Did you use a belt? Walker, we're did not doing this. We're not doing this. I use no accessories. Like pledging? I use, I use what? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? My dad had a paddle. What? Nothing. How did you get it? I mean, I got did your parents I got used that belt, thing? Did you use got, whatever? You don't know. You know I got what a was belt. sick? I got in in the Bahamas. They used to call it a shingle, which was essentially a paddle. Yeah. Oh, okay. My grandmother. So you she, got the belt and paddle. Yeah, she got no. I've gotten switches before. I've got the I've got I the classic switches. black kid. Go get me a switch to tear your tail up with. I thought that was mean. What go get in the switch? Yes. Well, you spec you spec mom to get it because <laughs> no. Here's why. Here's why I think that's sick. That's sick because not only is that a a physical beating, that's a mental beating. I'm going to get my weapon of choice. <laughs> that's going to be used against. That's going to be for. Dude, what kind me. of mind job is that? 
<laughs> sick. Right. Like it's I I mean, yeah. But I think that's part of it though. I think that's part of the psycho uh, psychology behind that. It's abuse. Uh, that's kind of a that's that leans on abuse. Hey, me. listen. At, at my age, newly 37, I can look back and I can appreciate every last lick. Did you ever uh, pad your? Uh, did you put I on, tried, like, extra I pants? tried it once, Walker, and my mom is clever. She Parents picked up on it quick. Yeah, she picked yeah. up on it real quick. Well, I tried make, running. I mean, yeah. No, don't run. Jeez. You make it. You only make it worse. Right. You only make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, my what I didn't realize is that when I wore extra pants or draws or shorts, is that my butt was protected, but my legs were tight. <laughs> And my dad knew that. Right. So he just went for the legs. And go. I was like, you know, there's more meat back there. Just <laughs> These people aren't so crazy after all. <laughs> no, I learned that when I got older. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So yeah, I, I was just curious as to. So what did you use? Your hand? Way. Yeah, I use my hand. Your hand? I'm not a barbarian. Yeah, you are. Your hand? <laughs> yeah. Use a weapon. These Now you got to Every time you wash your hands... These hands struck Walker, my we're, firstborn. We're really doing this. Yeah. <laughs> God, you're sick. How am I sick? <laughs> you hit him with your hand? Yeah. What? A, I just think of the Batman meme where he's, he slaps Robin. <laughs> no, not is the that, face. Not the face? No, this is my child. Look, I didn't. You hit. Let me ask you this. Would you hit your child in the face as he gets older and he gets out of line? No, no. So you wouldn't fight your son? Listen, listen. You well, fight your son. Yeah, you would. We're gonna fight at some point. You're it's inevitable. Yeah, he's, you're going to fight. Whole alpha male you're going thing. to. Th- he's going to try. Why do you think I work out so much, Walker? <laughs> he's going to try you one day. <laughs> your pre- pre- preparation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stay ready. You got to get ready. Right. Okay. Right. So again, but still, I'm not gonna hit him in the face even when we encounter that part. I'm not saying you got to do that. My dad right. never hit me in the face. But right. what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, he's going to get to a point where he's going to try both of you. Yeah. He's going to try mom first. Sure. And then she's going to get, she's going to put you on him. Oh my gosh. Right? Right. One day he's going to try you. He's going to try you just to see what you do. You may not, you know, may not even do anything. Just bluffing. But, you know, you got to be prepared to call that bluff. And act on it. And well, it may involve you having to go across his face. He well, may be a why, teenager. Why are we going here right now? Huh? Why, why are we? I did not. You plan never tried to... your parents? Yeah. So we, we talking about disciplined kids. I wasn't six. When you tried your parents? Yeah. No, you're much older. So right. we're talking about them as they're older. Can I deal with this now? Oh, you still, you still in healing? Yes. This was an emotional moment for me. You? Yes. Don't nobody care about you. We're worried about that but, poor little kid who doesn't have his iPad you, on the you, weekend. You know what's crazy? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> for those listening that either have kids or, you know, are for some other reason entertained by this, I know I know how hard it is. Where's my popcorn? <laughs> I know how hard it is when I witness my gorgeous wife have to separate herself from the situation. That was that would to me from a physical body language thing. She was giving out that hey, this is too this is too hard for me. I'ma let so that. She definitely can't do it. She can't do it. No, so and, she definitely and, can't. And in times when I've seen her try to do it, I'm like, really? Like, what is that gonna do? Give <laughs> <laughs> me here. I'm gonna show you how to do it. Right. <laughs> what do you like? What do you even? My kids are laughing at her while she's doing it. Have they ever? 
Have my, they before? My, young, my youngest is a savage. He has. <laughs> but you you could you could see it. You could see it because my wife believes in like uh, tapping the legs or whatever, and she'll rear back like she's really about to come through with force, and, then, and she'll get about she 60%. get closer, and then she just she let in on it. And yeah, yeah YH will just laugh. I mean, he and he knows it too. So anyway. We spent way too much time here. Funny. No, I thought that was good. I can't content. wait. I can't, I can't wait, wait to what? I can't wait for your turn. I pray to the Lord that we're still podcasting. Because you know what I'm going to do what as you you're telling me this? <laughs> so will I. Especially when he messes up. No. It's it's good. Okay, Walker. It's going to be harder than you think. I'm going to have a paddle in my bedroom. You can have whatever you want. When it's time to apply that, you're going to struggle. Trust me. No, not if I stop preparing myself first. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Moving along, how are you doing, Walker? What would Gatry do? <laughs> Beat that. Oh, um, I'm good. I'm good actually. You've been working a lot this weekend, I see. Yes. Currently working. Yard hmm. work. Okay. Work work. Uh stay tuned, listeners, because we work, got more work, on that work, later. Work work. Okay. Work, work, work. Gotcha. So I technically work today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing like what you're doing. No, no. So. But no, no. It's, it's good. It's good. Work okay. is good. How's everything else? Everything is good. Good. Okay. Yeah. I, nothing. I mean, we got some. We, I can talk about stuff. We got content, content providers. But let's move on to our main topic. Okay. Hey, are you hungry? Um. Yes. Okay. Yes, I haven't even eaten today. Would a Popeye's chicken sandwich do you pretty well right now? In fact, not only would it, <laughs> I attempted it today. Tell tell the listeners all about it, Walker. Was my segue good, by the way? Uh, good job. I'm super self conscious about those. Really? Yeah, I think I'm trash. Well, you're not wrong. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. But you know, don't be hard on yourself when it comes to the segways. Walker, we're getting there. The chicken sandwich wars are upon us. And wars? Why is it war? Because well, that's what social media is calling it, and that's what the Today Show even called it. Listen. But you know, these fast foods are always been throwing a little shade at it. Especially at Wendy's. Good night. Wendy's is ruthless. Yeah. Well, they got Wendy, a heartless soul Wendy, behind their Did you Twitter. know that Wendy is a bully? By the way. <laughs> Wendy is a bully. By the way, check out a podcast where we highlight that. For, you know, for other may, reasons. I may drop that in our stories to get people listening to it. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Talk about Wendy. Tell, tell, tell the listeners what happened. Walter. So I had an idea where I had the idea of us bringing chicken sandwiches to the podcast and doing a taste test. Right. Yes. There's a Chick-fil-A right down the street from us. But the Popeye's is kind of further away. Gatry was far out. It was a little ways out. And I had some time to kill. I was like, let me stop by a Popeye's. It's early in the day. And I found one that's connected to kind of like a truck stop area or mm-hmm. rest stop. You know, whatever. Um... No drive-through, so you have to walk in. And I send Gatry a picture, and I was like, "This is a game time decision." <laughs> I probably, and that was what an hour and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. I probably roughly. would just have gotten just gotten here with those chicken sandwiches. The line was no. Nah, you wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have been back that soon. You still, I think I would have been waiting. <laughs> you just still been out order. There. Yeah. <laughs> no, the line was like to the door yeah it actually it didn't go out the door it wrapped it start wrapping around with inside the restaurant and i sent it to gatry and gatry was like oh no so needless to say we have yet to taste this chicken sandwich of popeyes they just released it and uh man talk about some marketing oh talk about some marketing. marketing genius the one of the greatest most cost effective marketing campaigns ever ever seen man 
And how, how, how do you, how do you capture that magic? I don't I don't know. Cause I mean the you saw so you did see the retweet they did where Chick Fil A was like clearly shook by all of this. No, what was it was it a true tweet though? Because I've seen a lot of Photoshop tweets being thrown around social media. No, I think no, pertaining to this topic, news, you had news outlets like posting posting that Chick Fil A like outwardly admitting their shookness. No. No. Oh. no, 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 no. It, it was people concluding that. Oh, so oh, okay. So then, here yeah, goes Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A posted August nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So here they go. I'm showing it to Gatry, but it says bun plus chicken plus pickles equals all the love for the original. Sure. Right. So here's a goes subtle, Pop- subtle jab at Popeyes. Subtle. Yeah. They're a little shook. They You're feel right. away. They okay. feel someone breathing down their back. Right. right. So here comes Popeyes. Whoever's whoever's in charge of their social media, they needs a little bump in pay. Because <laughs> this little clap back here, savage. Two words. Y'all good? <laughs> <laughs> you wow. See- <laughs> so that started this. With the prefacing for- ellipsis. <laughs> Fam. Fam. Epic. I, okay, I did not see that. So whatever, like, and it's and then it began to start this. It began to snowball. So yeah. people are talking about it. But you know what I think though, because it's still been ongoing all week to the point to where people are still lined around the restaurant, which is getting nuts. this chicken sandwich. You can't have because you know part of it is luck. I think because mm-hmm. when you create, it's hard to create a moment. Like even when we, like when we're doing this podcast. And we're talking about things that we think are going to resonate with people who listen to us. More times often than not, it doesn't. Right. And something totally different. What resonates with people. Right. So it's not an exact science to create this moment. So a part of it, would you say, is luck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In terms of in terms of the the hype. I'd say a big part of it's luck. Now, what I don't think is luck is the sandwich. Okay. Because you got to have a quality product for it to carry this amount of heat. If it was trash, you would have been able to walk in line and get one and walk right out. Right. Or or you just want to see, you would see enough people come out and say, it's all right. Right. But dude, I'm seeing YouTube videos of people doing taste tests, comparisons, and it's. The reactions are what would really draw you in. And it's selling the sandwich. Like, have you seen a billboard? Have no. you seen commercials about it? Like, no. listen. Can I tell you what I have seen? What have you seen? $23 million estimated saved by Who Popeyes and advertising. I don't know. I just saw it in my LinkedIn feed. I have it here. Okay. Actually. I don't know how you calculate how much you're going to save. In it. Maybe they had a budget. Apex marketing. Yes, that's it. Apex marketing. Maybe you set a marketing budget for this product. And I guess they qualify like how often Popeyes is mentioned. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I mean that's important, right? right? You hear Popeyes, you hear Popeyes chicken. But you've got to have some other type of conversion. Like you have to be able to to leverage your sales of said product. I would to imagine. get this number. I would think. I, yeah, but they're making a killing. Yeah. Yeah. Making a killing. Yeah. And to me, I feel like this should be a case study. Like we need to oh, study. And I, there's there's somebody like under the hood. Of Absolutely. This. There's somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I if I'm if I'm a marketing professor. I'm like, I know I know what was on the syllabus. I know we said we was going to talk about this. Here's what we're talking. Get it off the table right, now. Right. Here's what we're discussing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and 
to talk about the importance of how critical social media is because basically you got free marketing and publicity right for your product like think about the gains that you got off of that mm. and how dirt cheap that is yeah it's beautiful it's it's I, and to me i want to like how do you capture granted you got to have a great product right but the science to getting people to basically resonate and to the point where you compare because see what people started doing and i think that tweet kind of helped is that you you went straight to chick-fil-a you didn't go to wendy's you didn't go to mcdonald's you didn't go like how did you go, know go right at the originator go right at the originator we don't even know what their slogan their their slogan is for this chicken sandwich. It's, They're just like here. Right. Here it's, it is. It's AI going at Jordan for the first time. You know what Chick-fil-A's is. Right. Right? Yeah. And again, you'll see it as time goes on. They probably will throw some 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 something behind it to give a little slogan for their bestseller. Right. Do you think it's good that they're selling out? Oh yeah. It's good for Popeyes. I think it's good because for people who've yet to try it, now is that I this must be it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you even increase production on that. I don't even know how you do do these. I memes. wouldn't if I were at the helm. No. I wouldn't. I would keep production steady. Supply and demand. Yeah, man. Supply and demand. It's like it's like the Jays I go crazy over, right? Absolutely. A small part of me wants them because they're so exclusive. And if I don't if I that that ha- I usually and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I don't get Jordans because I try to not fall into that trap. Right, you're a contrarian. No, I'm not a contrarian. I don't. You think I you am. called yourself a contrarian on our Street Fighter. Not memory. in that regard. I'm saying that's oh. not my approach to that. So my my thing is that I know what shoes I want, but there have been times where I've been tempted to get a shoe because of the hype behind it. And if I fall into the fact that hey, they still got some down there, if you want to get get a pair oh man i think i did kind of want to sh- i don't even go there i try to, uh, i try i don't try to fall into that trap so yes i say yeah. i'm a contrarian but not in that regard okay. okay so 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 when you bring up how there's a low supply it just drives up because if there's again if you got a shelf full of jordans in a store and the shoe's been out for months mm-hmm. eh, right and that's kind of where i'm getting but if you get yeah yeah well, you you've pretty much got everything. I got I got the ones I kind of intended on getting, which is basically centered around the 11s. But we're, we're not here to talk about you. We're not talk about. We that. got a sneakerheads episode that you can peep in our catalog. <laughs> I talk a lot about that. But yes, just back back to the chicken sandwich. Like to me, getting a lot. I seen people post about it. Cars out in the street, lines out the door. But for me to see it, and I was that close to to getting it. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I got to try this. And, you know, compared to a lot of people, you got really close. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I tried in the day. Like, I know at night it's going to be gone. And I thought your time was good, too. I thought it was. Yeah, because it's right after lunch, but well before dinner time. Well outside the city limits. Who would want to eat one of these right now? (laughs) Everybody. So Clearly, everyone had the same thought I had. Walker, let's... Let, let's peel back some layers here on this whole chicken sandwich wars thing. Okay. okay. Yeah, are you with me here? Let's go. I want you to walk with me. You see what I did there? <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm slow. 
Walker, I can sense some very subtle racial undertones in these chicken sandwich war in this chicken sandwich war. What do you mean? I and I'm just gonna put it put it out there point blank and simple. I think Popeyes represents a more black <laughs> or ethnic cultural side of the chicken sandwich war, whereas I feel like on the opposite end, Chick Fil A is this clean cut nuclear Caucasian. A uh, member of the family and like, hey, we're here with the best chicken sandwich you'll ever darn have. <laughs> you know, I just feel like when brand comparison. What, what? Like, so, okay, you getting into it. I feel like from a brand comparison standpoint, that is what has resulted in this whole social media storm. That That's my honest opinion, because think about it. Um, so just just from that, you're from, not talking just, about from a consumption standpoint of who's consuming what. No, I, th- I think they're wearing... Not not intentionally, but I think they're wearing different races. Unintentionally. I've seen people joke about that. Yeah, like Popeye's caters to the hood. Whereas Chick-fil-A, you'll never find one in the hood. You'll find one in your more polished communities. Right? And so look yeah. at Huh? Yeah. So look at look at what you've seen For the on most so- part. look at what you've seen on social media, right? They they are taking these undertones. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Some people may. Oh, some people have done that. Right, but they're taking these undertones and they're just like. And I'm not trying to race bait or make more out of it. Mm-hmm. But think about the tweet you just mentioned. Y'all good is not a question that most Caucasians are going to ask. <laughs> Everything okay over there, guys? It's more like it, you know. So it's just like, <laughs> and I don't have a problem with it. I think it's I think it's comical to. To kind of compare and contrast, if you will. So one tweet, I, so one tweet I, I, I saw, it was either a tweet or an Instagram post. The Chick-fil-A sandwich grew up in a two-parent home and went to college and got a good job. See? Popeyes grew up in a bit of a dysfunctional home but still made it. <laughs> and they got on when they, you know, with the invention of this chicken sandwich. That's like when they got on. Yeah. Still beat the odds. Popeyes right. still beat the odds. Right. Yeah. You went to the league. <laughs> HBCU. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Talented 10th, killing it. Do, do you kind of see it in a similar light? Or I can, never can, really looked at it that way. Really? I've seen the jokes that hinted at it, but I never really took it that way. Okay. I, to me, I always thought it was a David versus Goliath but you, fight. But no, no, no. You, you've heard it, Walker. You've heard, heard it. You've heard it. And it one, to me, one, it's just the thing, story of the underdog. I think this is why this is so... To, for me, I took the underdog approach. Right. We're all rooting for the underdog. Right. So, of course... Chick-fil-A is catching all the smoke, not only from Popeyes, but from Black Twitter, because we want to see the underdog win. Dude, I was I was listening to a different podcast who was talking about it, and this guy got so he, he was so pro Popeyes, he started analyzing all the ingredients in the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. And he was like, Y'all really trying to eat that? And as I'm listening, I'm like, dude, you don't think that Popeyes got so Dude, I read the nutrition facts of Popeyes. It's a reason it tastes good. Right. It's a reason it tastes good. But from, from a health you perspective, never... it's just as sketchy as a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Listen. listen it's fried food. If it's a cheat meal, eat eat a quarter of it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah they went so, all in to make it taste the way it does. Absolutely. They know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, well... Where do you where do you stand? I, I don't want to make you pick sides. I, stand, I don't stand in that. Okay. Here's my thing because I'm not. Gatry knows me. 
So the 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 listener, the viewer, you listeners. Were are, no. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. No, no, no rush. No rush. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> okay. Should, oh, okay. All right. Because I was gonna check some email. Anyway, so. I'm a bit of a health nut, and so I got out of... A bit? Thank you. So you do know me. Jeez. So um, so I am... I I'm a, I got out of the fast food thing. So even when I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm getting a salad. Right. They have a salad there that I... The salad's pretty good. Bomb. Yeah. Right? So I go there for that. So I, I don't... Every now and again, I may, I may grab a chicken sandwich in and fry whatever because it's just it's amazing and you're not gonna you're gonna get a bunless probably no oh no, if i've earned it you know it's okay. been a good week gotcha yeah, i'll go All for right. it um but again it's a cheat meal it doesn't happen often so even with even though i'm not i'm out the fast food game it's tough for me to get in a line and we're probably going to post a photo that i took yes of that line hopefully well. we are yeah so it's hard for me to just get in a fast food line and do all of that for something that I normally don't do. Right. If I'm always in drive throughs I'm always getting in, you know, if, it's convenience, right? A sure. lot of people eat out of convenience, but we meal prep a lot. So we have food to eat at our disposal. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. It keeps us out of trouble and from getting in, in drive throughs But for me, I don't take a side. I mean, I just think it's all great. I mean, I think if Popeye's is good, which I haven't tried yet, I don't know what Chick-fil-A is. Chick-fil-A's not going anywhere. Clearly, Popeye's isn't going anywhere. It's just more variety. It's the Whopper to the Big Mac. You're boring. Um, I haven't tried it. Now, we could have... Now, we could have... I haven't I tried picked, it either, but I can still pick sides here. Go for it. And you you know what's so funny? I got in a, in a somewhat intense, fun-spirited debate with a co-worker yesterday okay. about this whole thing okay she was all gung-ho about this popeye's chicken sandwich and talking about how she didn't care if she had to wait two hours she was gonna try it right mm-hmm. and so i was like um et tu brute um you're really like you're really gonna turn your back on chick-fil-a like nothing says nuclear family more than chick-fil-a Think about everything Chick-fil-A's done for you, right? Chick-fil-A is giving you, they've given you an app, right? An app that you can engage, uh, pick out your meal, and by the time you get there, it is on a table for you and your family, hot and fresh, right? Chick-fil-A welcomes you as you're entering and as you're exiting. Chick-fil-A is so much more than a chicken sandwich, Walker. What I'm here to tell you today is that Chick-fil-A is an experience. So um, when I go to Popeye's, you think anybody cares about my pleasures or my uh, uncertainties or my microaggressions? No, they don't. They just want me to pick out if I want a biscuit with my chicken or if I want, um, what else do you get? What else do you get with your chicken? I don't know. I don't even, I don't even do Popeye's. You know, like, what, what are you about? Do you even have an app? Like, what are, what are you doing? You know, so you got a chicken sandwich. You, so you, what do you black people say? So you hit a lick. Okay. No one cares. Because you're here for a limited time. You can't Ch- see me rolling my eyes at Gatry. Chick-fil-A is an experience. Chick-fil-A is so much more than a movement. It is a culture that I'm proud to profess my unbridled devotion to. So you're telling me that if this chicken sandwich from Popeye's, there's, n- there's no amount of deliciousness that'll change your mind. I'm, 
No, I, and, and I'm gonna try the chicken sandwich at Popeyes, right? Just because, you know, what do you call me, a hype beast? What, I don't even know what that is. So I have to try oh, you it. You know what it is. <laughs> I have to try it, but just like you said, Walker, you go to Chick-fil-A and you get the salad, you know? And sometimes when you're feeling really good, you get the chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna get at Popeyes? Like, have you even thought about Popeyes since, since this uh, chicken sandwich? Like, it, they never even crossed your radar. No. So well, they you, got I get biscuits, you know, whenever I pick up, you know. You did mention that in a text. Yes. Okay. Um, the last thing before we move on from this, I don't want people to forget about another chicken phenomenon who hasn't entered this chicken war because they don't have a chicken sandwich. But their chicken is on par, if not better, than both of these two contesters. Do you know who I'm talking about, Walker? Would that be Publix? I'm talking about Publix. Yeah, pub Publix. I mean, yeah. Publix. Five. Did I say Publix. that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So For someone who isn't black, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to weave them into this, but you know, if you find yourself waiting in that line for fifty-six minutes, you went out minutes, into the weeds to grab Publix for this discussion. But, I did, but Publix, you know, hey, do you disagree? Nobody cares about Publix. It's good, but no one cares about Publix. Stop! Stop! No. Come back! Am come I, back did, to the road. Did I reach there? You come back to the road. You just went off. You went off the road a little bit. Okay. We're not on an off-road vehicle. I, I don't like the fact that you're not picking a side, even though you really have already. What side have I picked? Well, I mean, if you let your wallet do the talking, you pick Chick-fil-A. I mean, what are we picking? Chicken sandwich? What are we comparing? Chicken sandwiches? No, we're comparing experience versus experience. Like, I mean, yeah, I go to Chick-fil-A, but I, I don't think I even understood your question. What side so are, are we, we on? You got to pick a side. This is East or West I Coast. thought it was just, I thought we was keeping it in the conversation Are you Pac or Biggie? Of, can you let me finish? <laughs> I thought we were keeping it in the framework of sandwiches. No, because it's bigger than that. Because if we're talking restaurants, yes. well, clearly it's Chick-fil-A. Clearly. But if we're talking sandwiches, that's where we, the conversation needs to go. It's a ridiculous question. It's bigger than sandwiches is what I'm trying to get you to understand, Walker. Gad, I don't care. <laughs> That's what I want you to understand. Can we move on? <laughs> we can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, listeners. Good talk. <laughs> it was a good talk. Um, <laughs> this part of our podcast, we like to call Discuss or Trash. We'll, we'll present a series of topics. Walker and I will respectfully either agree to discuss or agree to trash sometimes it gets a little convoluted but um you know we just find ways to work that out in the creative way we do and walker i'll be honest with you man the people love this segment like they go crazy over it it's hard for me to even talk over all the applause you know what? Can, can i can i say something here sure your descriptions on our podcast are hilarious to me thank you they're hilarious in award-winning segments what awards have we won? Dude. <laughs> I didn't invite you to that award show, did I? No. The Casties? <laughs> can you do me a favor? Yes. When you finally make it to Popeye's, can you ask them to put a little cheese on your on your chicken sandwich? A little extra cheese. I've got enough. <laughs> Cheese, please. Hey, it is award winning. <sighs> the Casties? <laughs> the Casties? The Casties. You've heard of them. I have now. <laughs> anyway. How many people were there? 
<laughs> These are minor details that are important. <laughs> I just know there's a trophy case in my house. <laughs> okay. For best segment, Disgusted Trash has a plaque. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have broken up our uh, Disgusted Trash into three sub-segments. Um, first up, we have politics and news. Okay. okay. And um, Walker, the first on my list, I have... Uh, an article from CNN that says U.S. workers skip vacation days to the tune of 768 million vacation days being left on the table last year. Wow. Which has resulted in billions lost in revenue or benefit, excuse me, not revenue at all. Um, would you like to discuss or trash this? Discuss this. Okay. Real quick. So, uh, Walker, this this alarmed me to being me being honest um vacation is something i don't play around with Mm -hmm. um the the it's not even a question if i'm going to use my days or not i will i will definitely uh burn days on the golf course if i have any left over after all these random travel things we do but um i know you and i texted about this and you did admit that you are not or no stranger to leaving vacation days on the table you're trash for that, but you know I brought a microphone with me so you can at least share your viewpoint on that. Um, yeah, it's it's for me. It's one. And let's be clear when you when we talk about days. I think the most I've left was two. That's that's too too many. Um, thank you, Gatry, for your commentary. Um, shall I continue? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, so oftentimes, and especially what has happened this year, is that I've had trips fall through. Um, was supposed to go, actually a weekend ago, I was supposed to be in Miami with a few friends of mine. A buddy of mine <coughs> had a uh, pretty serious health scare oh, situation going on, so he was grounded for a while. So, even though I allocate time off, and sometimes my wife and I have trips or there'll be things we scheduled. She started a new job. So there's we I've had opportunities to burn vacation and I don't take those trips fall through. And sometimes I take off, but dude, I'd be so bored when I take off because I'm by myself. I don't go golfing. <coughs> um and I do take off, but I'm I'm usually so bored. <coughs> so when it's towards the end of the year, and I like to take time off around Christmas, but with projects and things going on. I usually end up. Uh, I usually end up um, at the end of the year having a few days left over. Now, what I didn't tell you because it was a text message is because often because what I do is project based and it's about having enough people on our team available or in the office. I've worked out a cool thing to where I can burn the rest of my vacation time in the first quarter of the following year. So my vacation time actually rolls over to the following quarter where I do end up using it all. So, yeah, I mean, I don't take it within a calendar year, but, you know, I get it in. Anything else you want to share? You're so boring. Um, By boring, you mean you can't trash me, continue to trash me? Right. I have to use a different word. Okay. I mean, I respect where you're coming from, Walker, but... Dude, you, you gotta you gotta vacate, bro. And you're right. I have to do better about that. It's it's, I'm, it's not even a defense. It's just it is what it is. Okay. And so that's just me. You know, I can do better about that. The the beauty of it is though, I don't completely lose it. Is that I do have the opportunity to use it in the following quarter. Okay. 
Um, thank you for sharing on that. Next topic I have up. <laughs> I, said, I can't. I can't do this with you, Walker. What? I can't do this. What? I can't. I, you can't what? So I can't, you. So let I me can't ask continue you this. in this banter. So let me ask you this question. All week long, you couldn't wait to come in and just. Trash I was salivating over this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but and I thank you for discussing it. Mm-hmm. But I can't go in on you the way I really want to. Because when I come with the actual. No, you you know you're trash because you didn't really defend yourself. I didn't. Right. I acknowledged it, but I also tra- told you that when it's all said and done, I actually do use it. But, so the company doesn't lose those benefits. Okay. Neither well, do I. As I am making a habit of saying on this podcast, you and I are not the same. Okay. The guy you're looking at right now, mm-hmm. he gonna use the vacation days. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm burning up. Good for you, my friend. Anyway, um, next uh, discuss or trash topic: Amazon rainforest fires. Discuss or trash? Um, let's discuss. Okay, let's discuss. Okay. So, in Brazil, the Amazon rainforest. I heard that it's about half the size of the U.S. Oh goodness. And it's been subject to... Uh, In I, Brazil? I yeah, I think so. Okay. It's called the Brazilian... I don't know how true that is, but... Because I, I don't think Brazil itself is half the size of the U.S., but... They call them Brazilian for, forest fires or something like that. Okay. Or rainforest. You know, I was... When when we were prepping, I was thought you meant Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's fine. Um... Someone said that, but I don't think that. To your point, I don't think that's true. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it's the Am- the Amazon is often re- like basically it uh, it is responsible for I think 20 percent of the oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere. Oh my goodness! The rainforest. This is a thing. And this is according to CNN. Okay. But there's, I don't even know, how is this even possible? They said there have been almost 730,000 fires in Brazil this year. Oh, wow. Like, dude, how did, uh, how do you do, like, that? that's I got multiple, two words for you, Walker. Global warming. I guess. I guess. So, let me ask you this. On a scale of throwing trash out the window to fake caring about that, um, where are you in terms of your concern? I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you were saying. Okay. <laughs> Because Walker, Cause honestly, I don't think you really can do. I don't. Really really care. I don't. I'm gonna be dead and gone before the rainforest is decimated. That's for my kids you, to deal with. What am I gonna do if I'm gone? Says the guy who would pain to even tap them with his hand <laughs> because he's a monster to use a, a weapon. Walker, listen, you you but heard? He, but because their children can't breathe, you've heard of the you've heard of the term years. or the phrase "control what you can control." Now I do my part. I'm an avid recycler. There are no aluminum cans going in the trash can. Not on my watch. Not under my roof. Okay? So I'm giving back to the earth, which has given me significant uh, benefits. So if I'm ever in Brazil and I get a fire extinguisher, you better believe I'm headed to the rainforest. (laughs) Next. (laughs) 
Let's move on. Next, next we have a, and I'm not even gonna ask because we're definitely discussing this. Uh, Daniel Pantaleo gets fired. Do you know who Daniel Pant? Well, thanks to you, I do. Discuss your trash. Discuss. I just said that. Okay. Um, do your headphones work, or should I get another pair? Um. Bad. I mean, dang. Um, okay. Eric Garner. You didn't know who. You didn't know that's what the the name of the cop. No. Who, his name. Responsible for Eric Garner not being able to breathe. His his name is so relevant to me because it's think, such a tragedy. Uh, not tragedy. It's such a tragedy. Travis, travesty. <laughs> Which word do, do I want here? Tragedy, tragedy, or travesty? Take or do I want to put them together? Miss Glasgow. You almost did. Let me call Miss Glasgow. Okay. Travesty. Yeah, I like that one. That one sounds better. Okay. okay. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm good. Um, he finally got fired. Okay. And I think years after the, the whole. Fire. How many years has that been? Has Dude, it been two? Three? It, I was good. I was thinking three. I kind of felt like it's been at least three. I want to say almost three. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna take it to the webs. Long enough. Yeah. Um, he finally got fired today by the police department. Um, here's my question to you, Gat. Okay. How soon do you think he gets picked up by another police department? Oh, goodness, Walker. It's been five years. Five years? Yeah. Okay. His funeral was July 23rd, 2014. Good night. Um, when these things happen, how soon do they pick up another job with oh. another police Almost, police? almost instantly. Some, somebody's reaching out to him now. It's, a, it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, already reached out. Yeah, or he may have... Yeah, yeah. There's there's something happening. Like he he's not gonna cry on my shoulder. He's gonna be able to feed his family, so hmm. Alright. Yeah, that's all I had there. Well, I mean I don't even know if you call that justice because he went a full two year of for well, how many years? Five years? Right. Dude, you, you said that so much more eloquently than what I had in my head, but you're definitely right. Like it is is it No, I mean I don't think it is. It's not justice. No. So. No, I don't think so. And the fact that we already covered the fact that he's probably he had a parachute when he jumped out the plane or got kicked yeah, out of the plane. Absolutely. Yeah, so anyway. What All you right. got, man? What's now next? we'll transfer to our music portion of Discuss Her Trash. Um first up, we've got Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. First album in thirteen years. First album in thirteen years. Discuss her trash. Where's let's discuss it. Where's she been? I don't know. But Missy is iconic. In my eyes, Missy looks great. By the way, she does, man. Like, she, she, she was intentional about getting her weight under control, and she did. And she stuck with it, which is the hardest part. And uh, yeah, she looks incredible. Like she, 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 was, like she drinks a lot of water. Yeah, she's recently uh, recognized by MTV for the Video Vanguard Award, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award, I believe it was. Uh huh. Um, congrats to her. Congrats to her. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Walker, I saw I saw this album as one of the new releases as as I'm going through Spotify on Friday mornings like I normally do. But for some reason, as I was scrolling through and singing, I thought it was a like a, one of those compilations of her best hits. So okay. I didn't really dive in. But you're telling me it's a new project. It's a new project. Okay. New okay. music. I like new it. New music. And I've listened to some. Sounds Is good. Timbaland on there? Um, the songs I heard, I didn't hear Timbaland. Okay. Well I then. think she's I think she's becoming more diverse in her sound. Missy. But I think Timberland may be in there somewhere. I got I haven't listened to all of it. Okay. But what I've I've heard is cool. Gotcha. Um Yeah, I mean So so there's I will listen. I, so I let will. me ask you this. Now that I know it's a new project. Yeah. Yeah. Um so 
you you need Timberland. I mean, you know, it's like it's like Chick Fil A again, Walker. Like they invented the chicken sandwich, right? Popeyes came along and did their thing that nobody's gonna care about in a couple weeks. Um, but with Lies. Miss, with Missy, who who was right with her at the forefront of her career? Timbo. Missy, Missy is not Missy without Timbaland. You can make a case that a lot of those people in that little clique they had back in the nineties. Because yeah. you remember you had Missy, Genuine, Aaliyah. Yeah. Dude, Aaliyah took off Man. with Timbaland. She owes. I no mean, question. a lot of her success was devoted to Timberland, especially I, after I don't the think... whole rebrand when she got away from Aura. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, I agree. But Missy, in particular, she doesn't get the opportunity to be diverse on this latest project, as you said. Said she is if Timberland's not involved at the at the beginning. So I don't. I have. I have, I've heard a lot of her later work, and I could. I I kind of see what you're saying. She's kind of tiptoed away from Timbaland a little bit. Um, but if there's if there are no Timbaland bangers on there, I'm not gonna spend much time with this project. I don't think that's fair. I we're not here to discuss fairness. I'm just trying to tell you what appeals to me. Up jumps the boogie is nothing without Timbaland. Um Yeah, Magoo almost killed it though. Oh my goodness. Where is that guy? He's not rapping. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oof. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out to Missy. That's that's huge. Yeah. Um, next we have uh, Blueface. He uh, allegedly knocked out a man with one punch. Disgusting trash. Trash. Gotcha. Okay. What about um, Jeezy? Jeezy also had a new release on Friday. Thug Motivation One Zero Four. Discuss or trash? Definitely discuss. Okay. Out of respect for that. Jeezy, Jeezy, another one. Uh, I'm not going to put him in iconic status just yet, but um, while I haven't listened to TM 104, I've listened to some of it. Okay. I listened to some of it. Um, Not my favorite Thug Motivation album. Well, 101 stands alone. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's no, it's, again, when you come out the. Change the naming convention, Jeezy. Like, because you, mean, you get us excited thinking you're going to go back to 101, Jeezy, and then it's just. The square root. Um, well, let's be fair there. I mean, you did have Blueprint 1, 2, and 3. I missed those albums. You did miss one. This is, these are Jeezy products? No, Jay-Z. Oh, oh, Blueprint 1, 2, and 3. You're, you're switching artists on me, Walker. You know no, I have a one-track like, mind. You're saying change the naming convention. I mean, people do that. People, no. I mean, the, the Carter. Another no, example. No, I'm saying Jeezy needs to change the naming convention. How? To, like, give me an to, example. To something outside of Thug Motivation. Because, because it doesn't put you in the frame of mind of the original one. You got to live up to that first one. But that's my point. Other artists have done this. It's not like he's the first to have done this. But they, I think they've come off better when they've extended the naming convention. Maybe. Maybe. There, there are some outliers out there for sure. I just can't think of any right now. So... Is it what? What? What did? What did Wayne drop? Like Carter? the Carter Five? Yeah, it's terrible. Sure. So okay. Anyway, people people do that. No, people do that. Did you drop a classic? I mean, well, Nas technically came back with Steelmatic. You had Illmatic, but you know, yeah, people do that. Yeah. Okay. 
But uh, no, uh, I've heard it. Was, it's cool. All it's right. cool. What what a what my biggest appeal with Jeezy is, especially here recently, is um, I heard his interview he did with Sway in the Morning mm-hmm. early this week. He was also on Breakfast Club this week as well. He, he did the rotation, yeah. and you know I'm starting to see more and more of that. Absolutely. But um, I had no idea Jeezy was as entrepreneurial minded and business savvy as he is he's always been an entrepreneur uh always is a term that i need you to define because um, if you want to tell me jeezy was an entrepreneur when 101 came out i will throw a challenge flag at you why because like he wasn't well i guess i guess he was an entrepreneur if you it, like he says if you're selling drugs that is your business right and he's he's done some of that um that's entrepreneurial he raps about that a lot absolutely okay so absolutely. yeah i i I, it's so funny. I was I was about to dismiss him, and I thought about the own words he said and what I think is a great interview. So you remember thank what you, I thank told you, you about a week ago? I was talking to a guy who was in the streets, and I shared with him um, a person who was dealing drugs is just an entrepreneur who was just misguided. Right. right. You know what I mean? But so, you're still running your own business. Absolutely. You yeah. got the core things there. You're still in dealing place. with brand you development, just, a lot of yeah. Okay. Organization. Okay. Sure. I mean, my goodness. Right. Like you, the you list have goes it. on. Yeah. yeah. You just perverted you know all right so okay well i to to the degree of entrepreneurial that he is now i never i never saw that i never would have expected that but um he dropped some he dropped some amazing gems in that in that uh interview that i think everybody should listen to and um i don't know it just made me think more of him as a person Mm -hmm. i think artist wise he's falling off He's kind of te- you. You you'll admit it. You don't want to, but you will. I mean, he is is people aren't checking for his music like they, they did when he first dropped. Right. Sure, sure. Um, Walker, I'm going to give you some homework on air. Uh, did he mention his Balenciaga boots in the uh, Breakfast Club interview? I haven't listened to all of it, but he mentioned it in Sway. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. I want you to look at those. He caught major flack for these Balenciaga boots. <laughs> You're you're a fashion oriented guy. You're about to check now. Yeah. You're a fashion oriented guy. You were the first person I heard of as they were starting to give him grief about these boots. Uh, but anyway, it was it was supposed to be his album cover for this, and he caught so much grief over it. He ended up changing Switch his album up. cover. Yeah, his album so. cover looks really basic. So. Yeah, well, but that's why it's better than the Balenciaga boots. Um, really? Yeah. So any more? Yeah, we can move on. Okay. So, um, next up, Walker, I have Dame Dash. He he apparently had some comments about the Jay-Z Rock, uh, excuse me, about the Rock Nation NFL deal. Discuss or trash? Uh, trash. Trash, okay. I mean, we, we already know, like, Dame is not going to, he's not here to, to, to give uh, Jay love. Right. Dame who? Um, you ain't got to be this I know. Speaking of Dames, he's not on our list, but Dame Dalla. A guy that I've gone at hard. Uh, what's his? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Uh, thank you. <laughs> a guy like, that, who? A guy that I've attacked on this podcast several times. He actually he actually dropped a um, pretty decent project recently as well that you should check out. Um, dude could really spit. Uh, but anyway, I've heard some of his some of his stuff. He's nice. All right, my last one for our music segment here, Walker, is uh, the Rap City Project Eve. Uh, streaming now discuss discuss. okay so walker i had a chance to listen to the majority of this album sonically it is what rhapsody is it is um hip-hop excellence in my opinion it's not me me being the hype beast that i am it's not 
any it's it's substance rap it's substance hip-hop right she she does such a great job of developing stories and she rhymes effortlessly and um man her her energy on this eve project essentially she set out to um to highlight black female icons in her opinion and she gave them each their own track right yes Yes. in some tracks she's not necessarily talking about the person but the fact that she took the time out to pollute her track listings with these names pollutes such a terrible term but um you know what i mean just gives you an idea of the energy she came with on this project and she delivered um so yeah, we we shouted out Rhapsody on this on this podcast before. Uh, nothing really different here. If you really want some good quality hip hop, you got to check this Eve project out. You have anything to add to that, Walker? These boots are trash. <laughs> Dude, he caught it. He caught it on sway. They did not let this man live. Yeah, they did. They did get out. I got to finish listening to that uh, that interview. But anyway, yeah. Um, I really think when it's all said and done, when it comes to Rhapsody, that she gets her just due. I really do. Um, sister's really talented. Oh yeah, really talented, and she's Cardi just B thinks flying so. under the radar. You know, well, I don't know. She's flying. No. Well, well, when I say that, I feel again. A lot of that is just me. A lot of that is that, that's that's just me rooting or just being a fan. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So oftentimes you're going to always feel that someone that you're a fan of doesn't get their just due, even though they may be getting loved and recognized by other artists, which I think is dope that other artists like Hardy are recognizing her. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I think she's dope. I really do think she's dope. And I, and I am actually, I've listened to her record in terms of like new projects I listened to that the most out of Jeezy, out of Missy. Of course, Missy dropped last night. But um, I've been en- actually enjoying some of some of Rhapsody stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a good project. It's sure. Um, sure. It, it's it's one of those. She's one of those artists that, Walker, we talked about this before. Um, I can't listen to all the, the rap or hip hop I listen to with my wife in the car. But I feel like I can put on a Rhapsody record. And even though, I mean, yeah, she cusses some a little bit, but I can still feel confident about putting that on because there's more substance there. So um, shout out to whole Jamla crew, Ninth Wonder, another great project here. Yep. Yep. All right. Final segment of Discuss or Trash. We have sports. OK. First up, Walker Royce White. He has gone to the interwebs and the airwaves and accused LeBron of hating on Carmelo. Discuss or trash? Um, before I answer that, who is Royce White? <laughs> Royce White. I knew you would ask that. Royce White is a former first round pick. I think he went pick fourteen to somebody. And uh, he's oh, he's a, a rookie. No, no, this was years ago. <laughs> he's no longer in the league. <laughs> Clearly, how did he get a stage to stand on with any credibility? I have no idea. This this is man he like a, is he like a commentator? It, okay. it gets better. This man logged cumulatively over his two and a half seasons in the NBA, less than forty five minutes of game action. Cumulatively, total, total. First round pick. 
When did he get drafted? Do you remember? I don't know what year it was, but it was it was years ago. It was at least three or four years ago. Oh, okay. So he's. Yeah. I was thinking like, was he around that draft? No. He he did the he did the normal washout thing, you know, draft kid, take a risk on him. It doesn't work out. Go overseas. We really feel out. We really figure out you're a bust. Come back. NBDL. Oh, he's back. Oh, and then now he's out of the league for real. So it was that similar track. Mm. With that, discuss her trash. 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 Okay. And then lastly, to round up um, our entire Discusser Trash segment, we have Mateen Cleaves. He recently just was acquitted in a sex abuse case that has lasted four years. Discusser Trash. Who is Mateen Cleaves? Don't do this. Don't do not. For our listeners. Just do it for our listeners. Okay. Do you want to discuss it? You want to discuss this? I, I do. Um, Mateen Cleaves uh, is a member of. Uh, first, first off, first off, I do not. I really, I really just, okay. in my mind, I'm ripping your face apart. Oh yeah, I know it. I know it. Can't do it in real life. No, no, because we are better people than that. Yes, Walker. <laughs> I was. How you feeling? How you feeling right now? Walker. <laughs> I was about to go. <laughs> Come on, man. What you got? I think that's a fair question to ask him. That is not fair. Yes, well, it is. Yeah, that, you're right. You're yes, right. Emotions. I emotions. Know I know. But not all of our listeners do. So right. it's, not a, it's not about me. It's not, not about, about you. you. It's about them. All right. You got Thank me you. thinking he's your cousin. All right. <laughs> um, for the listeners out there, uh, Mateen Cleaves. Hey. Y'all good? <laughs> Mateen Cleese is a former, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Mateen Cleese is a former NBA basketball player who was um, on Michigan State's uh, national championship team before he got to the NBA. Uh, he was the anchor of what was called the Flintstones that were on that team that comprised of him, Morris mm-hmm. Peterson, Charlie Bell. And uh, there's one other guy that I can't think of the name of. But anyway, they're all from Flint, Michigan. Incredible basketball talent. But anyway, um, so. So shocked that he didn't do more. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, he serves. And I don't know if this case will uh, will change that. But he's like a commentator. He's like one of the head commentators for the Pistons. So he's still close to the game, which I think is good. No, that I think that's a solid position if you're you don't want your NBA career fizzles out. But um no, I said uh was yeah maybe. But uh, Walker, I don't know if you looked in the link, but the link I sent you contained a video that the court it. saw. And and for the listeners who can't see the video, allow me to just kind of narrate it for you. Okay. Visually narrate. Um, <clears throat> so Mateen Cleaves is shown with nothing but socks on on a camera, chase running after this woman who apparently has left his hotel room or mo- it looked like a motel or like a cheap place left his motel room she has from what i appear to see is nothing but a bra on and he he was running after her he's grabbing i don't her. think i saw all of that i yeah. just read i just read that, Dude, head, that just video read the story that video was so disturbing so he's running after Yikes. her yeah he's running after her he grabs her and he physically takes her against her will you can tell she's trying to get away physically takes her against her will and brings her back into the room um, the video goes on to show her seemingly trying to escape a second time 
both um, both Mateen and the young lady, majority unclothed. Um, and here's Mateen again, bring, f- trying to force her back into the room. She stumbles to the ground. He picks her up off the ground. Yeah, it's very disturbing, disturbing imagery. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so they they had uh, a witness there. I'm glad I didn't see that. Yeah, it's it was tough to watch. They had a witness there who testified, and um, she, she was apparently the one who made the nine one one call that that the young lady, you know, was begging for. I guess so the grand jury indicted him this week. No, he was indicted years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. So th- this has been. It, it, according to the article, I think it was at least four years ago. Like this trial has been going on for a while, just under the radar. Because so how did this? So what was the new? Deve- I guess you get into the new development. Well, no, well, in short, from what from what I read in that article, I was thinking because I didn't even bother reading the date of it. Of it. Okay. I thought this was this happened this week or something. No, he was acquitted this week, but this trial started. Yeah, this trial started years he got acquitted. ago. Acquitted. Yes, he he beat the case. So um. So Walker Woods, yes. Wow. And, and Walker, the thing is, I look at this, and the jury's statements after the trial were, even with this video, we still don't think there's enough evidence pointing uh, Mr. Cleves to sexual abuse of this woman. So uh, apparently, they have a different terminology for what sexual abuse is. So that was proof of sex. Well, that's that's another thing, and. With with the witnesses that were that that kind of testified, I guess you will, they they each alleged to some type of relationship with Mateen Cleves and this woman, which led the jury to ultimately shape this as a consensual situation. There there probably was some type of issue in the hotel room. I don't know what it was to cause this woman to leave like that. But again, he was indicted on sexual abuse charges. So the the grant not the grand jury is it a grand jury? I think so. Okay, so the the grand jury's conclusion was, we see this video, but we need more evidence to tag him with sexual abuse. And, you know, as I kept reading that, I I watched the video twice, which was too much for me. But I was like, I kind of see where they're coming from. There is no form of sexual abuse here. Now, there may be some physical abuse, maybe maybe some. But the charge was sexual. Sexual abuse. Yeah, all the counts that he was facing all stem from sexual abuse. You know, which which if you if you really use your imagination here, you're talking rape, uh, you know, things of this nature. Sure. So uh, my my even though it wasn't noted in the article, my assumption is there was a rape kit deployed at some point that came back inconclusive. But I really feel like the jury's the jury's stance was. You're looking at this video, and while this video seems disturbing, you can't tie any term of sexual abuse to what you see in this video. To the charge. To the charge, yeah. So, um, but Walker, here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? And seeing the video and and really feeling the impact of Mateen getting off, um, I've seen, you've seen black men get accused of less with far less evidence and get convicted and get convicted yeah so um there's one thing that's evident here the jury are all mississippi or excuse me michigan state grads <laughs> no no that's not true that's just my that's my thing oh, okay that's definitely not true okay that's definitely not true but fam how <laughs> else how else do you explain this man getting off and walker we 
you know, <laughs> we allow the race card to be played on this podcast, right? But it's just like, in a, with video like that, usually the black man doesn't stand a chance. It doesn't matter None. who he is. None. It doesn't matter who he is. None. But wow. to see Mateen Cleaves and his legal team beat this case, this is mind-boggling for me, Walker. Mind-boggling. Goodness gracious. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that. But yeah, those were the details. That's how it transpired. Craziness, man. Yeah, I, the first person that comes to mind is Albert Wilson, who we talked about, yes. who attended Kansas. Similar situation. Come on, come on. And out of school, in prison, young kid, what is 21, 22? Yeah. Somewhere in there now. Right. And he's not gonna get out until he's in his thirties, like convicted of convicted of rape, and all he all he did was make out. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So so to see this is it's almost like we almost gonna have to like what I don't know I I don't know how that works, man. Let, let me ask you this. One. I don't know how I, that. I, I want to travel into your psyche with this next question. Considering everything you've heard me say about this case. Is this a form of justice? <laughs> I had a feeling he was going there. Um, I can't say that it. I don't. I, here's the thing. So here's the thing. I feel that you know I live in nuance, right? Yeah. Yeah, I live in nuance. I can't say that it is. I can't say that it is because I don't know what happened. Okay. You know I, what I mean? That's fair. that's fair. I don't know what happened. And while I love to see a brother, a, a, a black guy, not get convicted of something he didn't do, I don't know what the man did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard for me to take a strong position on, that's right, he ought to walk. You know what I mean? These women out here setting brothers up, which some do. Yeah. But I don't know... You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I can't, I, I don't know what he does in a privacy of his hotel room with someone. I don't know. But it's just one of those situations where it's an empty feeling. You know what I mean? It's just an empty feeling, hmm. I think, because I just don't know what to make of it. Okay. I don't even know how to feel. Like, did the woman get a bad deal? Or did Mateen really get, you know... He really get off, rightfully so. I, I don't know. It's so it's just inconclusive to me. Gotcha. Just like the jury. It was just inconclusive. I don't know what to think of this. Yeah. So um the video, as you described, is disturbing. Something went wrong, but should he have gotten charged for what he was being convicted of? Doesn't appear to be. Right. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Crazy situation, man. And it's like I wanna be happy for Mateen. But it's still like goodness it's God. an empty it's an empty feeling. Yeah. It's just an empty feeling. I I, I wanna be happy, but am I being happy for someone who probably should be in jail for something? And if not that. But again, Walker, this this was on trial for four a little over four years. Like they've had their time to get this right. So you feel that over the course. Yeah. I honestly it, I've gone from the article, which which centers on him being acquitted, right? Um, With minor details of the case. If we were to kind of, and it echoes your point, but if we were to start from day one in trial, 
and get more information. Mm-hmm. Maybe then I can ask you if it's justice, but it's it's crazy right now. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Wild. Yeah. Um, is that it? Does that conclude our segment? That concludes our Discuss the Trash. Thank you for listening. Okay. Next segment? Next segment. The critically acclaimed. Award-winning. Award-winning. Well, no, critically. This is critically acclaimed. We just left the award-winning. Yeah. Discuss the Trash is award-winning. Yeah. Um, shout out some Player of the Week. Haven't gotten any awards yet, but they are critically acclaimed. According to? That's not important. Gotcha. Just know that they are. Okay. Um, in this segment, we highlight and shout out people that are doing great things. And we also transfer that energy and um, ridicule those who are not doing great things to further the better betterment of society in whichever way they choose or see fit. So um, with that intro, should we go, Walker? Let's go. All right. Who's up first? I'll go. Okay. So my shout out goes to... Uh, Russell Westbrook. Our dub. Why not? Why not? Well played. Well played. I like that. I've been working, Walker. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Houston Rocket um is is has a program that that uh, and I'll read this. This is according to to TMZ. Um, Russell has a foundation called Why Not, which is recently partnered with. I believe Chad Brownstein and the LA uh, Conservation Corps to launch the Westbrook Brownstein Green Tech Program to help at-risk young adults in the Los Angeles area. And it's designed to help them learn digital field skills uh, that can help them lead a job, uh, lead to job opportunities in the tech world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, aside from students learning coding skills and computer engineering they have also launched an advanced drone piloting career path program interesting russell talked about this uh, about his latest initiative and said as a kid who grew up here in la i knew how important it was to feel supported and empowered by the community by helping to provide these resources my hope is that the youth will be able to see how bright their future can be and expand the vision of what they think they're capable of he also spoke with People Magazine about the launch of the program and said, I feel like this particular program actually impacts the kids' futures, impacts their mind and the mentality of where they grew up where they're, and where they're from. I definitely can relate to that because I feel like I was one of those kids growing up in the city of Los Angeles and finding my way, figuring out what was the best path for me. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with Russell Westbrook's Why Not Foundation, the organization's mission is to inspire the lives of children, empower them to ask why not, and teach them to never give up. Um, wow. Aside from the uh, launch of the program, Russell and Chad Brownstein are also funding a state-of-the-art computer lab. Uh, so this is dope just because he's giving back to the community and just creating in creating opportunities for young kids and, and encouraging them basically to dream big so shouts out to the brother for 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 giving out giving back and doing big things absolutely well walker we'll stick with the nba if that's okay that's fine with me um, but before go. we get there um i want to counter a lot of the the negative energy that you and i've discussed a little bit but out there uh, about the nfl and I want to take that energy and counter it and show show an ex- as an example of what 
the NFL could uh, learn from. Okay. I bring to you Walker, Dr. Maurice A. Stinnett. Okay. Ask me who he is, Walker. Who is that? He is the first black male appointed as a VP of diversity and inclusion for the Brooklyn Nets. But um, okay. his his impact and his reach in this position has resonated across the NBA. Now, having somebody in a diversity and inclusion type of role is not new to the NBA, as there are two other teams, the Mavericks and the Hawks, who have people serving in this role. Right. Um, but um, with Dr. Stanett, what is what is interesting about him is this man grew up in a single parent home with a mother who dropped out of high school. Um, he, he, like many black males placed in that situation, uh, kind of lean into sports as a way out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I love about this man's story that I've read is he was able to come to the realization early in his playing days while still in high school, that sports were probably not going to work out for him. Hmm. And so, um, he had that moment to where, you know, most, most, most kids at that age would, you know, talk themselves out of it and continue on down sports and just say, I'm getting to the league. I'm getting to the league. I'm getting to the league. And so the reality hits them. He shifted that energy and said, okay, I still want to get to the league, but maybe I need to get to the league at a different capacity. Hmm. So he shifted his focus on education. So, um, this man, of course, you know, PhD recipient, doctor, uh, several universities, several degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I wish we had more time to really go through each one. But that essentially has manifested in him being placed in this so impactful role. And one of the things he mentions in this article is um, the not only the impact that he plans to bring to uh, black people, but people of color across the spectrum, meaning Hispanics, Asians, just really shining the light on these individuals and showing others that, hey, if we place if we place people like this, or people like these in certain positions, they can excel. They can let their light shine just like I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So um, huge shout out to this guy. He's in a very impactful role with a league that I feel like does the most across the uh, landscape of sports of making diversity and inclusion uh, a high priority. Absolutely. So um, Roger Goodell, pay close attention, man. This is uh, greatness right here. Shouts out to you, sir. All right. Now for the people who disappoint us. Now for the trash. You want to go first? Walker, I would love to, unfortunately. <laughs> so, this is this is a little streak I'm on here. This is the second week of me um, calling out some uh, questionable activity on behalf of our law enforcement. Uh-oh. So, um, Walker, I bring to you... Those that protect and serve. <laughs> I bring you Portland, Oregon PD. This is a good one. Yes. So, um... What <laughs> this this article chronicles Portland as the whitest big city in the country. <laughs> what there a, yes. what a label. Hey, their words, not mine. <laughs> sure. So um there was a series of bank robberies <laughs> that occurred in Portland, Oregon recently. And um, of course, in trying to pick apart this case, the uh the law enforcement officials are really trying their their best to yes they are <laughs> to get all information they can okay. so um 
Inter, goodness, I forgot this guy's name already, Walker. Give me a second. Inter Tyrone Allen, okay, um, who is a 50-year-old black man, right? Okay. He was he was handpicked as a suspect in these string of robberies, right? But what the Portland PD did not take into account was that one common thread that all the witnesses who were around for these bank robbers, robberies said was the guy that robbed them had facial tattoos. Okay. Right? Mr. Allen has no facial tattoos. Mm. So in wanting to really close this case and in my eyes put another brother behind bars or under the jail, if you will, Portland, Portland PD did what anybody else would do. They took Mr. Allen's mugshot and photoshopped face tattoos on him. What's interesting about this, there's a lineup photo with him <laughs> with his regular untatted face and then another mugshot with him with tats to fit the description that the, that the witnesses said that they saw. God, was Linda Fairstein involved? <laughs> well played, sir. Goodness gracious. Walker, this is absolute filth. I agree. I concur. So, um, as at the time of this article, Walker, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Allen is still in jail awaiting trial on three counts of robbery and one, one count of attempted robbery. A crime this man did not commit. This is a crime. This, this is and my thing, Walker. Like I don't understand why this isn't making more this waves. This needs to be blasted. Yes, this needs to be blasted. Like for real, y'all, y'all want to get somebody so bad, you're gonna Photoshop the guy? Come on, man. This is terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for. So he's still being held. Correct. Still being held. And I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this caption here, just to kind of put it in perspective for everybody. Um, and this is from. I'm glad you're going first. This this actually <laughs> kills my my goodness gracious. Yeah. So so it says police decided they would arrest Tyrone Allen for a series of bank robberies. Problem: he didn't fit the sus suspect's description. He has prominent facial tattoos. The suspect, which is not Tyrone Allen, the suspect. Tyrone Allen had no facial tattoos. Solution. The police digitally erased his tattoos from the mugshot. So crooked. So crooked. So, so crooked. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm a, I'm a look I'm a look I'm a look into that. Yeah. So um Portland PD, I don't know what's going to result in this, but uh, you're under the microscope at the tipping point and looking forward to heat seeing how this transpires and uh we're gonna keep the seat warm for whoever represents you clowns i don't feel good about that one either me neither um goodness a yeah. bunch of empty feelings yeah okay I'm, i may post that picture on our social by the way that's fine um you can do whatever you want i feel sad um okay so my player of the week goes out to two groups of people hmm. 
Um, Do tell. Sony Studios and Disney Studios. Oh, Walker, I know this is going to be good. Let me just mute now, my mic. Now, yeah, you can take a back seat um, because according to Gatchery, um, well, I'm a, let's 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 back up here. Let's okay. back up. I am a as of late. I am a I'm a Marvel person. Okay. Okay. Um, been into I, really not a comic book person. I really didn't read the comics. But I'm enjoying the films and other shows that have been spun off of the comics, if okay. that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So just to give people high level, you're in the Marvel world there. There are, at one point there were three separate studios who own rights to the actual superheroes within Marvel. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of them that we know and had a sense that have since been bought out by Disney. Um, was was Fox? They own rights to X Men, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, is these is this new to you? This is new to me. Okay. Yeah. So Disney um, own rights to people that you saw like the Avengers, mm. your Captain Americas, your Iron Mans, your Thors. All right. Okay. They own rights to those individuals. Guardians of the Galaxy. I can go on and on with them. Now, Sony own rights to, they actually own rights to the Hulk, and they worked out a deal to where the Hulk actually is featured in films, they call it the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but that's put on mainly by Disney. Okay. He's featured in those roles, in those movies, but as cameos. Oh. He's not the central person. That's why you haven't seen a Hulk movie since the one that went back in 2008 because that was Sony that put it on. Okay, okay. Ed Norton, different actor, the whole nine. So I'm kind of edu- I'm educating people. I'm, I'm building up to to this point, right? Sony also, I believe, I mean they they own their their featured person that they own is Spider Man. Okay. So, years ago, we we've seen the Sony films of, of Spider Man. Did you were you a big fan of? Did you see those? The, is that Toby? Yeah, Toby Maguire. And then they did another remake. And yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm actually a fan of the first and the second. I wasn't crazy about the third one. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. But I years ago Sony I think. In the MCU, Disney, um, Kevin Feige, who's been over the whole development of like the Marvel movies and, and whatnot, there was an agreement reached between Disney and Sony, and I think it was a two-part movie where Disney would actually use their writers, they'll use their resources to put on the film and allow Spider-Man to come under the umbrella of of the MCU or Disney. But Sony would get a lot of the profits from the movie. Okay. 95% to be exact. Mm. Right? Disney would get 5%, but I think Disney had rights to like merchandising and stuff like that. I think they was able to work it out that way. But from the from the actual gross from the film, Sony would get the bulk of that. Okay. All right? So you got Homecoming um, the first one, and then you had Far Away From Home. 
was the, was the two Spider-Man movies, right? Uh, yeah, okay. I think I missed both of those. Far Away From Home just came out this year. Okay. And then Homecoming, I think I'm saying it right. Homecoming was a few years back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. That, that was the first. Come on, Disney Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know how engaged you've been in, in these movies. Right. Um, then they also allowed Spider-Man to like the Hulk to feature in uh, three films Captain America um, Civil War that's where we first saw Spider-Man being introduced the end in two Avengers movies right okay and it's worked to the point where Spider-Man has become a central character in the entire MCU right now at the end of the second movie far away from home now they they basically fulfilled their contractual agreements but there was hopes of moving forward with spider-man being a key part in this next phase of marvel movies okay yeah so they're negotiating this week it was announced that it fell through they have since pulled Spider-Man. He's out of the MCU. You've got to be kidding. He's out of the... Like Disney, you know, they're, as of right now, there's no deal. And they've pulled Spider-Man back into Sony. Okay? In the middle of this development of, the, of this guy. You're still in mid-development of this guy. Okay? Now, there's been talks all week. There's been some finger pointing. There's been this and that and the third. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of that Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, terrible scene. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> nice, well, nice play. Well played. Thank you. Um, so here's here's what here's what we know. Here's what we know. What's being told is that Marvel came back to the table. They've been negotiating for months now. As going back as far as last year, for what I've been told, Marvel, the initial deal I'm hearing is that and this is this isn't this is what I've been told is that Marvel came to the table and said, OK, we want to we want to make more or get more off the off of the, the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. We're willing to put up 25 percent of our own to make the movies, but we want 25% more in return, right? Okay. That's 20% up from 5%. Went nowhere with that. And by the way, just to put in perspective of what 5, 5% is minimum wage, basically for, for <laughs> even though they got the money. Yeah. Spider-Man, this past movie made a billy. <sighs> Marvel, Disney got 55 million. Even though they had their writers 55 million of the bill of the bill 5% that that is it's minimum wage that's someone you're paying you paid one person that in in Avengers Endgame right Robert Downey Jr that's yeah. one person's salary that's his- you got total but Kevin Feige loves Spider-Man so he was willing to in this whole rebrand of Spider-Man has so has weird. this is Sony's largest grossing film okay keep that in mind Right now, it's been believed, and I think I think where they fell off is they they went nowhere there, and I think Marvel came back to the table and said, "All right, give us fifty percent." And of course, you're not going up from five percent to fifty percent. No chance. If you're Sony, right. no chance. So the 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 talks have stalled out. Right. Many people believe that Sony feels as though 
they're okay with taking back Spider-Man mm-hmm. and that they can do a good job. The Venom movie came out last year and made 800, a little north of 800 million. Right? Okay. Then you had Spider-Man enter the multiverse last year. Okay. Right? That did well. Right? Won awards. Right? Yeah. That was so really Sony's kind of feeling That's themselves. That's the animated joint, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was really good. Sony's kind of feeling themselves like, yeah, I think we got this. But here's the thing, Gat. Here's the thing. You don't have this. <laughs> There's a reason you reached out to MCU in the first place. Right. They made you... They made Spider-Man what it is currently to where you got people interested in Spider-Man because the MCU or Disney is doing it. Their reputation precedes them. Right. You're a parent, so you'll have these moments in your life. I don't care who's at fault. I'm blaming both of you. Right? I don't care... Two kids going at each other. I remember me and my sister would go at it, right? Yeah. My mom and dad didn't care. Both of you are in trouble. <laughs> Everybody's right? getting it. Everybody's getting it. <laughs> Disney, Sony, you're both played yourselves. And the biggest losers in all of this are the fans who've invested and helped give you all these profits because we want to see good film. And you two won't work together to keep this going because you're shady and greedy. I don't understand it. Because even if you do agree to keep Spider-Man in the MCU, Sony, you're making more money than you ever had. True. More money than you ever had off this film. Relax. And Marvel, you're good. Right. Yeah. You're good. So eventually, do I think they come back to the table eventually and work this out? Probably. Okay. Because they are so far into the storyline and Spider-Man is going to be so it's, critical to moving hard to forward. Reshape, yeah. It's going to be hard to reshape that. Yeah. So do I think they come back to the table? Yes. But this right here is not fair to the fans who's been supporting you all the way up to this point. Right. So that's why I believe these two entities played themselves in a major way. Walker, I, I have to ask this fundamentally. Okay. What is it about Spider-Man to wear... His the the rights to his or, or him or his likeness just can't be absorbed once and one time only and just be done with it. Like it seems like there's this weird new weird bit of nuance here to where Spider Man can sometimes be plucked away from Sony and then sometimes can be under Marvel or Disney. I, like what makes Spider Man so unique in that regard? Um. Are his rights being sold, or is, it, is there like a third it's, party it's, it's involved? It's just a contractual agreement. Okay. It's just an agreement okay. that the two two studios reach as it pertains to a certain character. And I think it was just a perfect storm. This studio didn't really know what to do with the guy. <laughs> this studio over here was like, oh, we can help you. We yeah. got a vision. Let Let's come it. together. You make you make money off of it, and you just let us just be artsy. Let with us it. have the creative steering, or yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. see what I'm saying? Okay. And I think it was just a perfect. You, you storm. sit back and just get your cake. Pretty much. I don't see anything wrong with that. And even if you get less of a cake, you're still getting more cake than you have before yeah. because now nothing else MCUs, you're producing is at that level. Their reputation now is so staunch. To where if you stamp their name on anything, people are going to go support it because they've seen your pre- your previous work. Luke Cage. Yes. First season. Yeah. I have not seen the second season and everyone is telling me to stay away. Don't doubt that you're blessed. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like 
I, I feel like without the MCU stamp on Spider-Man moving forward, Sony's setting themselves up for disappointment. Uh, yeah. That's what I feel. Gotcha. And so, yeah, I, I just think it's it's just disappointing to see because I think the biggest losers in here are the fans, are the fans if they ultimately. don't come back to the table and work something out. Right. Gee so, whiz, man. So you got to think about, I mean, so yeah, crazy. it's all about money and it's about greed, but man, come on, what are you doing this for? Right. So that's, that's And I hate that at the end of the day, it's all going to boil down to the dollar, but, you know, yeah. it's the yeah. way of the world, unfortunately. So, so but I don't care who's wrong. I don't, I don't care who said what, both of you, both of you are in trouble Goodness. with me this week. So that's all I got, man. Cool. Well, um, Anything? No, any any other special announcements, house, housekeeping <laughs> items? Nah, not really. So. Okay. Listen, we're recording this on a Saturday because uh, you have a someone has a birthday. Yeah, yeah. So um, my dad, who also listens to the podcast, um, he celebrated his birthday yesterday. Well, his birthday was yesterday. We're oh, celebrating with you. him tomorrow, which would be Sunday. So um, that kind of took away our recording time. So thank you for being flexible and uh, knocking this out. No problem. My so. mother's birthday is tomorrow, actually. Oh, okay. So that, yeah, that works out for both of us. Yeah. Well, okay. she's out of town. She always goes out of town on her birthday. <laughs> okay. We celebrate when they get I remember. Out. I remember you mentioning that yeah. now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, cool. um, yeah, man. So, guys, thanks again for listening. By the time you will have heard this, your weekend will almost have been wrapped up. Um, or have wrapped up. So we pray you had a blessed weekend and a great prosperous week. Tune in next week. This is the Tipping Point Podcast. Have a blessed week.